Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage, where I head to Hong Kong Cemetery with conservator Paul Harrison. There are 7,000 graves at this cemetery in Happy Valley, and it's well worth a visit to look at the stories on the graves and the old trees there. But some of the graves are falling into disrepair. Paul Harrison, his co-planner Bill Greaves, and volunteers from the Hong Kong Institute of Architectural Conservationists used funding from the Lord Wilson Heritage Trust to restore 18 Russian and Armenian graves. Well, the grave we have in front of us is Elena Repin. Um, apologies if my Russian accent isn't very good. She's a, only a small baby and she's buried in this corner of the cemetery as you can hear next to the near the road her problem was that the cross the distinctive russian cross with two horizontal uh, beams was on the floor Uh, it wasn't attached to it and so my big fear was that the cross would be lost the cross being lost you're losing a lot of its identity as she's a russian you would be losing the distinctive cross. So it was important that I should be reattach it. So the cross um, used to have a small iron pin. Now this was bad because the iron would corrode and as iron corrodes it gets big and expands and can possibly split the stone. So this needed chipping out. So my um, our workers chipped out the um, iron pen and then put in a new pen this time of stainless steel because stainless steel won't corrode as much and won't split the stone up and then we could return the small cross back to it so it now won't be lost and we also sealed it by putting um, a resin around the bottom that stops water from getting in so by impeding the water it will deteriorate much slower. So you have in front of so we have in front of us Elena Repin, who is this uh, Russian baby. Yes. So we've been able to you've been able to sort of uh, clean up her grave and yes. and, and mark her site and uh, renovate the cross. But it's also interesting that uh, whilst you're preserving the oldness as such of mm. the the grave uh, in looks, you're actually giving it a bit of a modern treatment. Yes. Um... I think you have to use the best available. They wouldn't have had the stainless steel maybe when it was um, made, but but we when conserving, it, it's best to use the best materials for the time. So you've been renovating these graves, uh, also cleaning them, but there are some aspect, natural aspects that, that you've uh, you asked your workers to to keep on those graves. Yes, um, if. Like lichen. Lichen is beautiful, but cyanobacteria, the black stuff that you often see covering gravestones, is not beautiful. So I'm being maybe prejudiced in my natural history and committing ecocide on one species of life but not on others because I believe that we have to keep the aesthetic aspects to the graves and lichen is, is aesthetic. But it's also, it's, it's also a good uh, form of nutrient for, for yes. certain insects. Yes, I'm not a zoologist at all, so I believe moths like to eat uh, lichen. Reindeers too, but we're a bit short of reindeers in Hong Kong. If we were to strip all the lichen off, it would be bad for the moths. And one good thing about the park is, we shouldn't forget, it is such a good natural history uh, resource. I've seen snake skins uh, in this park. I don't want to put anyone off coming here. I've not yet to see a snake here, but I have seen a snake skin. So it's supporting a wide variety of plants.
and and there's insects and there are bat caves here because the people built it to be a botanic garden um when this garden was built um people would come here as a recreation not only would they walk around to see people they had known or be related to graveyards but they were also admiring the plants there's a wide variety of plants here and some of the most impressive trees i've seen in hong kong can be found in this park absolutely i mean as just as you wander in and and as we move up through the graveyard and away from the road i think we'll have more of a sense of that is just the beauty of the nature around us and actually as i say away from the traffic this is quite a, a place of tranquility and we're just um, moving over to the south to where i restored two armenian graves so let's talk about the background to this you um, applied for a grant from the lord wilson trust yes the lord wilson generously give a large amount of money for the conservation of things in hong kong and i come to the graveyard often because it's um i find the his- there's so much there's always something new to find there's so many historical stories here there are 7000 gravestones surviving so that's 7000 historical stories of hong kong w- walking here i and having being a conservator um i i my day job is restoring objects for museums or owners and seeing the gravestones that needed work my radar went off how can i get these mended because i think the worst thing for a gravestone is to lose parts of it because that's the erosion of the story and so i approached the lord wilson trust and they um was very supportive but they said i needed the permission of the owners so i thought ah it's going to be a genealogical nightmare to find a grave that needs work and then to find the relatives to find the permission to give to the work so i thought i'll go to two organizations that i have nothing to do with so i can't be accused of favoritism and do see if their permission would work so i approached the russian community um through their church and i approached the armenians online in hong kong um and got the permission from those communities we've now walked up the hill and we've actually got any number of people brushing brushing the paths uh but you said that um in fact the graves largely um i mean there are there efforts made to clean them or preserve them in any way well the the graveyard is looked after by the food and environmental hygiene department so they're not an uh, a branch of the government that is tasked with historical welfare so they just keep the graves clean but they don't do things like prune plants that are growing on gravestones if it falls apart then they will just leave the stones by it and then if it gets dangerous or there's some subsidence like the gravestone we can see in front of us what there's two falling down two stones falling down a slope what they'll do eventually is move those stones to one of the stone uh graveyards um there are t- one behind the chapel one at the top of the hill where stones that are loose are just left and there they've lost all their meaning because you don't know whose gravestone it was from you don't know the st- um the st- story 
And so that I think that's a tragic, that's like the loss of a page from a book. Now, in addition to, um, obviously, the, the 18 graves that you were able to preserve and, and renovate, of course, you're coming across as you were doing that work. And that why you set out on that project was the number of graves within the cemetery that actually do need work. One here that we've stopped at has quite a history. Yes, we're in front of the grave of Eyal Caldwell, who was the wife of Caldwell, who was a very important person in Hong Kong's history in the early days because... It would take a, more than a programme to cover it. But what, the, Daniel Caldwell? Yeah, yeah, Daniel Caldwell. He had a very important legal case against him. This is his wife's grave, and she gave a lot of money to Hong Kong uh, hospitals and schools, and the story is in Chinese on the back. But her grave has broken. It's a fine, very fine polished granite, but it hadn't been particularly designed well because it had a very big cross with a very small pin joining the cross to the plinth and it's broken and so it would be great to restore this but it would take a major engineering effort to do this because the cross is quite big and the pin's small so we'll need to I guess drill a hole in the granite which is a difficult job on both sides and then put in a stainless steel pin to bridge the gap between the two When you were looking at uh, I mean obviously your main your prime interest in this was preserving the graves but of course you then discovered some of the personal histories of these people um, but these days in terms of the Russian community these these the Russians that you were looking at were they white Russians yes um, Hong Kong has had two migrations of Russians in its history the first were the white Russians these are people who escaped from um, the Russian Civil War around the time of the First World War when the Tsar was executed. These were people who were against the communists who took over, who sought refuge uh, in Hong Kong. They, they were good in, to be employed then. The last place a white Russian would want to go is back home because there would be the communists and they would be camped by Uncle Joe Stalin. Yes, so, so Stalin would have sent them to the concentration, concentration camps, camps yeah. as being um, politically against him. So being anti-communist, they were staunchly Christian and so that's why we see so many Russian crosses on them. Um, and here... They, many of them had jobs in catering, some of them had jobs with the police, some of the ladies unfortunately had to get jobs working as prostitutes. Uh, the, the white Russian community is now down to about only 10 people mm -hmm. here. But what did you discover about the Russian community as you were looking through these gravestones? Well, one thing I didn't know before was that there was a Russian priest um, in Hong Kong. Um, and I've been to one of his services here. There is a chapel in, um, in the cemetery, and they are probably the only um, organisation to still regularly use this chapel because it's designed for people um, being buried here. And because the graveyard is effectively full, no-one is really buried anymore, so it's the, they don't need the chapel for services. But the Russian... Um, Orthodox Church does still hold a service 
here at least annually um, for their dead buried here. So I attended one of their services in the chapel. Um, I hadn't been to a Russian Orthodox service before. I don't speak any Russian, as I mentioned, but it was interesting to sit and um, see the service happen. And I think it's rather nice, the baby, the grave of the baby that we saw at the beginning. In some senses, uh, whilst you know, there's always this issue of space and indeed how many people can practically continue to be buried. There's quite an issue here in Hong Kong with the columbariums, but here in, in uh, the, the tranquility of this cemetery where we're looking at some of the graves, it is rather lovely that some of these early members of the Russian, white Russian community here in Hong Kong are remembered. In terms of preserving these graves, is humidity quite a big problem? Yes, well, humidity is often the cause of many problems. It makes my life in Hong Kong interesting. Um, the, the humidity helps the black bacteria, which we call cyanobacteria, to thrive and colonise the graves. So I found that cleaning them two years ago, one year later, they, they would be recolonised um, by the bacteria. So... Although it was good that I did it, because I it used to many of them used to be pitch black. One in particular, you couldn't even make out the inscriptions because it was so thick in bacteria. The bacteria does come back and recolonise it um, and obscure the details. So, so you know, you can you can renovate a grave but then you can how long before you need to renovate it again mm. well that all depends on your aesthetics of how beautiful you want it to be because um because it keeps redeveloping it's at what point do you say that needs doing again so it's purely down to the person's own aesthetical taste my thanks to paul harrison who talks to me next week about the armenian graves and the tragic history of the armenian people as we heard the graves are overseen by the food and environmental hygiene department and some are falling into disrepair if you have any thoughts on this then do email me at hkhradio3 at gmail.com that's hkhradio3 at gmail.com thanks for listening and join me next week on hong kong heritage <laughs>